I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 65. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, this afternoon, I'm sitting in the home of my dear friends, Ryan and Christy Sorrells, and um, they have been on our podcast way back in the dark ages at episode 60, uh, number four, and now we're at episode 65, so we were in junior high when we did that last one, but now we've aged a bit, but, you know, we've also gotten wiser. Um, You may remember Ryan and Christy as they shared that they were not your typical homeschool parents, as Christy said, and uh, Ryan is a lieutenant in the police force, and Christy is a retired sergeant detective. So these are people who know some stuff and have been around the block. They have three children, Henry nine, Jonas seven, and little June five, and they are right in the thick of homeschooling. So welcome to both of you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So today I thought we would talk about your journey as kind of a representative family um, in working with kind of the balance of how to navigate the screen kingdom that we're all, you know, struggling with, every one of us on different levels. Nobody's got it right. Nobody is the victor. We're just hanging on and praying that we go to heaven soon. (laughs) So I thought by just, I I thought I'd start by just asking you a little bit about your um, backgrounds and your experience with screens and what that looks like. So who wants to jump in first? Okay. Okay. So um, I grew up with screens, but nothing to the level of what screens are today. I mean, obviously, um, what am I, 43? Yep, 43. (laughs) So that kind of gives you an idea when we I grew up what in the 80s 90s early 90s with my childhood um it was quite a bit different back then you didn't have 24 7 cable um you you did have you didn't have ipads obviously there wasn't computers around definitely wasn't iphones or or phones to distract you we had you know basic tube tv with your basic six channels for the most part and uh I remember having a Nintendo NES that um, that we grew up with, I guess, the Mario Brothers yeah. and stuff like that. Tetris. But I do, I do, so I had that. I had those things, but it wasn't nearly as prevalent as it is today. Screens are definitely a lot more um, different in regards of their addictiveness probably and their distractiveness you know so hours in front of a tv no but i did have tv you know i had the the sunday or the saturday morning cartoons yes yes um but that was about it as far as the screens go Mm -hmm. maybe uh some some nintendo nes but those games are not near as addictive as they are today you don't get drug in like there were sports games like rbi baseball you'd play a few and then Okay, now let's go outside and do and the real thing. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So that's how I grew up around that pretty much until, you know, I was out of the house. So it wasn't ever that crazy with screens temptation for me as much as it would be today for the, the children. For kids. Yeah. Christy, how about you, my dear? I mean, pretty much the same as Ryan. We grew up watching TV. Um, we did it as a family. We did it, my sisters and I would watch cartoons after school. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember having 
memories of watching, I think, like, cartoons run from, like, 8 to 11 on Saturday mornings, and then we'd go outside and play. Mm -hmm. Uh, It definitely wasn't something that was talked about as far as, like, oh, we got to limit how much TV, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we just kind of did what we did, and and it was pretty. It was fine. Pretty harmless, pretty pretty innocent. Yeah, it seems like it was harmless, innocent. It wasn't like... I mean, we weren't watching a lot of... What's on TV now and the commercials that are on TV now are so different than they were when we were kids. So, um, you know, what what was kind of harmless, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. when we were kids isn't even available now for our kids. Yes. I wouldn't say it was harmless for me. There was definitely things that... Uh, like you were saying, it wasn't talked about as much. So there was definitely movies or whatever that I'd seen at a, at a young age that I shouldn't have seen. Yeah. And that I'm pretty, we're pretty protective now. Yeah. And our kids are really sensitive to any type of movies anyway, any type of suspense. It's just like, yeah. they almost can't take it. Yeah. So uh, it just wasn't as, I thought you made a good point, Christy. It wasn't as thought about or there, there wasn't talked about as much. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot more temporary where now it's 24-7 then it was the 8 to 11, and that's all you got. And it was, you were gone on a Saturday, yeah. and you were outside. And your parents threw you outside. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's kind of fast forward. You get married. You're pregnant. Um, tell me, you know, how you kind of navigated those early years of parenting and screens. Yeah. Um, I, I listened. To, I was looking for a parenting podcast or teaching or something. Our church didn't have anything available at the time, I stumbled across um, a parenting uh, class that the Village Church provided with Jen Wilkin. And Henry was probably maybe a year and a half old, Mm -hmm. maybe two years old. Um, I stumbled across the teaching, and and, um, the teaching was by Jen Wilkin and her husband, Jeff. I think his name's Jeff. And um, she made a comment about how using screens shouldn't characterize your parenting. Mm. And uh, what she meant by that was like, you know, do you put a show on every time you're cooking dinner so that your children aren't bugging you? And gosh, that was such a temptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just was like, okay, I'm not going to be characterized. My parenting is not going to be characterized mm-hmm. by relying on a screen to entertain my children. I mean, sure, it was easy, and definitely it was temptation. It was tempting. But um, that was really profound for me. And I can remember, I mean, Ryan and I, we still, like, our our fun thing to do as a family is to go out to eat. And we decided really early that we our kids were going to learn how to sit in a restaurant without relying on one of our iPhones to keep them entertained. Yes. And so... Uh, it definitely would have been easier to hand them our phones mm-hmm. while we sat and visited mm-hmm. and enjoyed our dinner out. But the at first, f- at first, yeah, at but first, the payoff is putting in the work at the table early on, teaching them how to behave in the restaurant. Right. That now makes it more enjoyable that we get to benefit from as a family going out to eat. So it's something I think our kids are going to remember because they're present at the table, they're calm at the table, but it. Not always. Sometimes it can be messy, and the temptation is to go, but we don't. And and I don't want to judge other people, but you see other people with their kids, young kids at the table, and the whole time they're there, they have an iPad in their face. Mm-hmm. And they're not learning those valuable 
um, things that that develops their character, that develops their discipline, that social develops skills. them social skills. And so I think not being characterized by the screens or, or let it characterize our parenting. Uh, when Christy was cooking and, and the temptations to put them in front of the screen, they learned how to behave when mom was cooking or when she was on the phone yes. or whatever. That or boredom in the car, in the car. Yeah, for example, we're going to have a lot of conversations Super in the car. <laughs> yep. So I think we learned early on the fruits of not doing that. It wasn't as it seemed like it was going to be hard, and there was times you were definitely like just this once, but you you didn't. You pushed through, and it, the benefits are it's it's paying off now. Wow! Yeah. And then you decided to homeschool. That was yeah. I mean, it wasn't even on our radar at that point that we would homeschool. I just, I mean, we were. It was just the Holy Spirit leading me to this podcast, and it's really kind of shaped our uh, to the Jen Welcome podcast. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of shaped our. Um, just what we're going to do in the future for looking at screens. So then we ultimately decided to homeschool. And I think I just learned just so much more about, okay, um, what are we going to consume during the day? And, um, you know, once we met you and once we were introduced to your method, I mean, we're going to consume nature and we're going to consume books and good books. <laughs> and so it's really hard to consume books when you are consuming screens. And so I think that that really, thankfully, even before we decided to homeschool, we had, I don't know if it was just through the influence of JJ and Kristen, um, your son and daughter-in-law, or if it was, um, I don't really know how it started maybe ryan found the read aloud revival which you um had uh, appeared on the podcast before but just learning how important it is to read to our children so we started that really early and that kind of became like the thing that we did as a family and so really early we started reading and we let that be the thing that we did in the evenings you know before dinner Ryan would be sitting and reading to the kids yes. instead of, you know, yeah. putting them on the iPad and, yes. and or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I remember when we first started on this journey and started doing your um, seminars and we would listen to you talk about getting the TV out of the house. It became very apparent very early on how important that was. If you're going to if you're going to really own this and, and parent and homeschool your kids, you have to take those drastic measures to get the TV out because it's such a temptation. Instead of sitting down with a book, you're going to sit down in front of the screen or it's going to be something that's always up there on your mantle that we're looking to to like, well, let's just turn it on for the kids or the kids are going to want to turn it on. Getting it out, really, we, 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 we bought into getting it out of the house to where it wasn't a temptation so that we could really press into all the other things like nature, and um, reading to our children and spending time with them, playing games, whatever it might be. Work. Work. Work is a, yeah, huge deal. That's a, that's a good point. They're going to join us. They're not going to go sit in front of the TV. <laughs> right. You're going to be doing the dishes, and that's what our kids do that's now. Right. And so it just became something that could have been a crutch for us is now moved out, so we don't, we don't lean on it anymore, so we have to develop those muscles mm. to really teach our kids how to behave and how to act and build character in them and how to work. Yeah. And, and, and read to them. So we're just really thankful for your influence in that. 
to get the TV out, yes. that was a big step for us. Yes. So wow. I gotta say one thing I want to say is I'm really thankful um, that we had the teaching that we had for our kids when we had it. I think that kids that were born maybe five or ten years ahead of our kids were told that baby Einstein TV shows is good for your kids. They'll be smarter. Let them watch baby Einstein. Let them watch PBS. Let them do this stuff. These are educational. And so I think that um, I'm just, I'm really thankful. Right. It's God's grace. It's God's providence. I'm really thankful that um, we kind of came in right at a time where people were saying, whoa, like we need to pause on screens here for young children. Mm-hmm. And so that really helped us. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I, I'm saying this because I, I feel for the parents who raise their kids under the, hey, baby Einstein is good for your kids and are growing up, you know, thinking that they were doing the thing that, was best and and not knowing that it wasn't beneficial and so um anyway i just wanted to throw that out there because i feel like um there was a lot of blessing yeah on on this information being more um mainstream yes yeah yes i know the challenge you face with your children and screens you might find yourself asking do we need to get rid of the tv how do we set guidelines and follow them after never having any? What do I do if my children are addicted? I want to help you protect your children and create a safe and nurturing home environment. This topic of screens and technology is near and dear to my heart. So on Saturday, June 5th, I'm teaching a brand new webinar called Taming the Media Lion. This webinar is your opportunity to be equipped in turning the tide for your family's health and spiritual well-being. The replay will be available to participants for two weeks after the live event. I can't wait for you to hear the panel discussion at the end of the webinar that will include seasoned parents and tech experts. Visit my website to register. Early bird pricing ends May 25th. Come be empowered to break the media stronghold over your children's lives and learn how to replace the screen space with green space. We can be assured that God never takes anything from us, that he doesn't give us something better. Now back to the show. So... Christy, I know you've been reading a book that I'm going to be talking about in in the media seminar um, that I'm going to be doing um, in about a week called Taming the Media Lion. And I had I found a silhouette of a lion tamer with a whip and a chair and a lion because I feel like dealing with media in the world in which we live is like literally like taming a lion. It's just you can't turn your back on it for a second. So as you were reading Glow Kids, um, tell me some of the thoughts you've been having. Um, I mean, I think, first of all, it's very eye-opening because it just talks about the just how detrimental um, screens are and how you can really develop an addiction. Yeah. And especially to video games, I think... Um, boys to video games, maybe girls to social media. I haven't finished the book yet. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I've just really been 
praying about and thankful for is that, um, you know, I want my kids to feel like they belong here with me and Ryan. Yes. I don't want my kids to feel like they belong on the internet. Yes. In video games Mm -hmm. or um, in Instagram Mm -hmm. or Facebook. Mm -hmm. I want my kids to feel like they belong here Mm -hmm. with us. In what and and we might consume media together. Mm-hmm. We might play a Nintendo game together. Mm-hmm. We might have a movie night or mm-hmm. or watch a nature show together. Mm-hmm. But I want them to feel like they belong here. And and so what I've just kind of picked up from this book is too often these um, kids, especially I mean these gaming um, developers are yes. intentionally developing these oh, yeah. games so that your kids will be addicted. Mm-hmm. And these kids are, are they're finding their community there. They're finding their belonging there. And so I've just been really thankful that for the path that the Lord has set us on and just really feeling like, um, more resolve to set a boundary with screens even more of Mm -hmm. no this is where they belong Mm -hmm. they belong with us Mm -hmm. doing fun things with us in our home Mm -hmm. um and and so i think that's that's kind of just what i've been really just feasting on yes um yes but i haven't finished the book yeah so i i can't that's okay but that what you've said is profound um you know your kids are very outdoor oriented you have a creek you have you don't have a big piece of property but you have a really diverse piece of property here there's a lot to do and I mean I've been hiking with you and your children and your kids feel very at home in nature and in the outdoors and um, they're just they're athletic they're just they're outdoor kids and and I think you've worked really hard on that yeah, I think that's that's a good point. I think somewhere else that they're also at home is uh, w- with, at home with with yeah, yeah. is with other people, I was other just adults. Say that that's right. So we get a lot of feedback, don't you think, Christy, yeah. from older people, just adults that yes. our kids are around a lot, and they're just they love to talk with them. They're always going up to people that is in our community or. We play in this pickleball community and it's a range of diverse ages and they feel at home there with them and they actually interact with these people all all the time that we're with them and people are just so amazed they're like they're just so interactive or they they talk to us all the time like they just feel comfortable and i think that's part of getting the screens out of the home that where they're not just sitting in front of them, they're developing in those social skills and it's really showing Mm -hmm. through that. So yeah, they feel at home in nature. They feel at home doing those things, but they also feel at home with people. Because they're highly relational. Because a screen has not been their friend and their babysitter. But, you know, their grandparents, their aunties, their uncles, your kids have been to Europe. They've been, they've done a lot of things for for children their age. And um, they're just so highly relational yeah yeah one thing about the pickleball thing that ryan's saying just to be vulnerable here is you know when ryan's at work i i take the kids up to the the pickleball complex yeah and um man i'm tempted to say here's a movie to watch like give me my time yes I, this is me for this is my exercise you know like this is my outlet Mm -hmm. And I don't have anywhere to take you, so come, come with me. But 
I have to say, like, I have that temptation to pacify them is real and it's intense. And I just have to plot on and say, no, like they can get a paddle and there's a game they can play right here. They can go play pickleball or they can, if they don't want to, they can go climb in the trees and collect pine cones around the facility or whatever. Yes. And so, um, I mean, I even deal with that temptation now, even having set this resolve of setting boundaries Mm -hmm. of screens, it's still, it's a relentless temptation. And, um, but I just think it's worth it. It's just, it's, it's beneficial. I, I feel like I remember going to my dad's softball games. My dad is in a softball league and we couldn't wait to go to those games. Not because we had something to watch, but because we wanted to go play in the dirt <laughs> and find ants and roly polies, you know, and climb trees. And that's what was fun for us. And so, um, I think just training our kids to like get by without it is just invaluable yes and it's hard though it's really hard it's not easy i know and i guess that's why i'm doing you know the seminar that's coming up because i feel it's kind of like going to a chiropractor where you're going to go and get readjusted in, in your you know because there's such a temptation that downward slide that all of us can fall into with self-medicating with screens it's like a baby bottle just like give me my bottle I want my blankie you know (laughs) and let's face it I mean no one is more addicted than I am to visual things like visual things just suck me in I won't even eat in a restaurant where there's a screen I don't even want it in my because I know myself I'll be like huh huh because you know it just sucks you in so what is what is the you know how do you keep this resolve going ryan what 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 would you say is the way to be successful for the long haul with this battle yeah um i i guess for me it's the knowledge that i know what's best for my children i know that i've seen the fruit when you see the fruit of, of the past work that you've put in and it's developed them, it's, it's shaped them and it's been good, it's molded them, that, that pushes you forward in the future. It's like, okay, this works, this is good. We want to continue that. In fact, I think it snowballs. So it gets easier to, to press on when you've seen yeah. the results. Yeah. It's like, this works yeah. and this is good. And then how can you not continue to, to, to press into that and say, okay, if it works, let's continue to do it. It's a good investment. So I think that for me, just off the top of my head, it would just be because I know it works. And the proof of the pudding yeah. is in the eating. Right. So you look at your children and you see the fruit yeah. and you're like, okay, this is hard, but this is so, so awesome yeah. because they're so, they're so delightful to be with. Like homeschool children are such, such a pleasure to be with if they're raised well and if they're screen free. I can always tell whether a child is screen free, always. Yeah. They're just, they're more articulate, they're more innocent, they're respectful to authority. Yeah. There's just, you see it. Yep, yep, the proof is in the pudding. And if, if it's paying off, it makes you want to continue to do it. That's it. So that's where we're at. That's it. And the other thing that you guys are doing, like Christy reading this book, you, it, it re-energizes you. You start to slide, we all do. And then you read this and you're like, yeah! You know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that and then community and then listening to podcasts like this, like if you hear from real people that this is working, right. it, it pushes you on. You do this with community, it, it encourages you to go the, the, you know, the extra mile, to push through the hard times. 
And so, yeah. And do you find that you gravitate toward families that are using a similar philosophy so that your family times, like if you have a, big, a picnic or a barbecue or a party together, do you find like this is just one more thing you have in common with people? Definitely makes it easier if, yeah. if, if they're similar in their, their stance towards that, for sure. We're really blessed, though. I mean, I can't, I really, like, while you're saying this, I can't think of anybody that I'm like, yeah, this we try to avoid them, you know? <laughs> really, I, I can't think of anybody yes. because we have so many homeschool families, mm-hmm. but even our friends who don't homeschool, mm-hmm. um, I mean, this is a real problem for people our age with yes. kids our age. Yes. It's not, it's not just like, oh, we better do it. It's like, I think that, you know, with Glow Kids, and then I've read a couple of books by Leonard Sachs, which yes. he, he, rec- he um, references in this book. Yes. Um, I mean, I have an adult, mature brain, and I have a hard time setting boundaries <laughs> with it. Yeah. So why am I going to give it to my children who don't have a mature brain and can't make that choice? Yeah. And so I think it's just like even further, like, no, we're going to like, not only no, but heck no, we're not doing that, you know? (laughs) And so, but I don't think, I think we've been really blessed with a a community that has like-mindedness. I think so too. I mean, all of your friends that I know are just their kindred spirits and everybody's raising their kids very similarly. And it makes it so enjoyable that you can let your guard down when you're with those families. You're not like, oh, they're in the other room watching a slasher movie right now, yeah, right? right? And then how do you handle that with your friend? Like, um, we're not telling you what to watch, but um, I don't think this is really a great fit for our children. Like, that could be really yeah. tricky. And, and we've, we've done, those are some of the hard times. So there's been places we've gone, and when the sorrels get there, it's like, okay, we got to turn off the TV because they've made it known that... Hey, we're, we would just prefer if we don't do that. Let's let the kids go play. And yeah, it might have been awkward, but I kind of have that personality. Of we're just going to say it like, if you guys don't mind, can we turn it off and that let is them play? So sweet. I, I hate I hate to do it sometimes, but we have done it. Don't you remember? I'm like, I'm so glad Ryan's here with his personality to tell him no, so I don't have to. Yes, but he does it in a really sweet, charming way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and our that's the thing is our friends love us and they mm-hmm. value us, mm-hmm. and so. I don't think there's ever been like an awkward like, oh, we got to get out of here moment. But there's definitely, I mean, we just have some friends who are like, oh, all right, kids, the sorrels are here. There's definitely some (laughs) diplomacy involved when we're explaining like, hey, we're homeschooled. You know, obviously they know we don't have a TV out in our house and and when they come over. So, yeah, we take some steps, but it's important. Yeah, it really is. So I would love you to uh, pray. Christy, do you want to pray for these families as they're navigating these hard times? I'd be happy to. Um, Oh, Lord, we just, we need you. We just need more and more of you. We just need your peace. Um, We need your grace. You give us what we need. And um, you've really led Ryan and I. And you're continuing to lead us. And so I would just, I just lift up these families that are listening, that this podcast wouldn't be a burden, but that it would be an encouragement to them. Um, Taking screens out of the home doesn't save our kids. Uh, You sent Jesus to pay the penalty that we deserved. And so um, 
we just ask that you would minister to the hearts of these listeners, that they would know that there are changes they could make that might make a difference, or that they would feel um, inspired to press on in the ch- in the choices that they've made. Uh, but ultimately, Lord, um, would you just remove any shame and just um, remind people that you love us enough to go and die a horrific death on the cross so that we could be reconciled to you. So um, thank you, God, for Carol and her ministry and for these wonderful children that we get to parent and guide and shape and will you just continue to give us more grace to press on and guide and shape them mm. it's in your name i pray mm. amen amen thank you thank you ryan and christy and thank you to our listeners for joining us this week on the homeschool made simple podcast if you liked what you heard in this episode i'd appreciate a rating and a review on itunes or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show that would help too visit my website carol joy side Dot com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.